Though the global pandemic may be slowing things down, Spring Branch is taking tangible steps forward to keep our economy strong, like supporting our local businesses, linking them to free online business courses, and help from our top leaders. Spring Branch is working for businesses. Yours. Find out more at sbmd.org. In Spring Branch, we speak more than 145 different languages, and that diversity translates into a thriving economy. Our district's a melting pot that's a great place to find the staff you need. Spring Branch is working for business. Yours. Find out more at spmd.org. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Looped In. This is the Houston Chronicle podcast all about real estate. The dirt, the deals, the people, the places, it's all here. I'm Nancy Sarnoff, real estate reporter with The Chronicle, and I am here today with Rebecca Schutz. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Nancy. So, Rebecca, I remember a couple of years ago going to a foreclosure auction Mm -hmm. for properties in Harris County. It was at this place called the Bayou City Event Center, which is one of these giant sort of multi-purpose venues where they have galas and weddings and, well, Harris County's big foreclosure auction, which takes place the first Tuesday of every month. I remember when I got there, there were these groups of people that were standing outside kind of studying Mm -hmm. these printouts with lists of properties that were going to be up for auction. And then when you went inside, you were in this big room where there were a bunch of auctions kind of taking place at the same time. And all the people that were there to buy were in groups, kind of in the middle of the room, standing at tables. And it just had this sort of intense energy to Mm -hmm. it as, you know, as people negotiated with investors and trustees of banks and, you know, they're there to make deals. They were there to get bargains. And Mm -hmm. It just, I don't know, it wasn't what I expected. And this this might sound odd, but it, have you ever been to the quilt show? I have been to the quilt show. Okay. Well, I it, love quilts. <laughs> yeah. The, and the quilt show attracts like a, a type of person, I think. And it sort of mm. reminded me of that only, you know, and that it's like this ecosystem of its own. Mm-hmm. And at the quilt show, groups of generally women get together and go and they often wear like matching t-shirts or headbands and I just remember the foreclosure auction being sort of like that but instead of groups of women there were these investors who were mostly men and kind of you know taking taking in the scene and like talking in groups and looking at their watches and yeah checking out the scene yeah it's a funny analogy because it is like you enter it and it's a totally it's it's a sort of an unfamiliar world to a lot of people, but there's some people who are deep inside, they're carrying around their binders and they're there to buy yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember this one guy had this hat on and I wish I remember what it said, but it was, it was something he had it on. So someone could, so his partner could find him or something like that. But it, it was, it was funny. It was a funny scene. It, it was yeah. um, not, not quite what I expected, but anyway, I know you've been looking a bit at, foreclosures and and what's happening. You've written about foreclosure moratoriums and forbearance and then the whole foreclosure process has just been really fraught since the pandemic started and people started losing their jobs and couldn't pay their mortgages. And 
you recently discovered something interesting having to do with these Harris County foreclosure auctions over at the Bayou City Event Center. What did you find and how did you find it? So what I found out was that they had been canceled every single month since the pandemic with the exception of June. It it totally made sense that uh, April and May's foreclosure auctions were canceled because if you remember, the pandemic was just beginning and the whole state was more or less shut down and they started reopening things in May. That's when the state reopening started rolling out. I was writing about, well, for some context, nationally, the CARES Act was passed in order to try to address all of the issues or as many issues as possible that have been caused by the pandemic. So that act protects all homeowners who have mortgages that are federally backed, which in most cases means that Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae, these gov- they call them government-sponsored enterprises, are backing those mortgages. They um, they purchase mortgages and they create this whole secondary market. Mm-hmm. And the majority of mortgages in the country are backed by the government. And the CARES Act said if it's backed by the government um, and you're having a hard time paying because of the coronavirus, they'll work with you and you can't be foreclosed upon um, until the end of this year, until December 31st. Okay. So that's the majority of homeowners are protected. There, there are some homeowners that aren't protected. One reason might be if you're not paying your homeowners association dues, your HOA dues. You could also lose your home because the government doesn't back your loan, because you can't prove that you were impacted by the coronavirus. There's there's like a number of reasons, right? Okay. Why did they stop the auctions after June? So that's a great question. The Bayou City Event Center is closed for exactly the hours on exactly the day of the auction. And basically this month, I realized that it had been closed consistently every month except for June. So Mm -hmm. I sent an email to um, the county judge of Harris County is Lena Hidalgo. She makes these orders. And I sent an email to her spokesperson being like, um, well, what's the reasoning behind this? And this time he said it's because of health concerns. So it's actually in the state code, like what hours and what day the foreclosure mm-hmm. auctions in every county takes place. Let's say it's like from 10 to 4. It was yeah. closed from 9 to 5. <laughs> like okay. they, they closed it exactly. Well, they had like a little buffer on either side, but on the hours of operation on the huh. on the exact day. So that that's sort of a roundabout way of closing the foreclosure auction. But so why was it open in June? When I was talking to Amanda, I believe her last name is pronounced Lake Euro. I apologize when I'm butchering that. But she has um, basically monitored the foreclosure auction for over 20 years. She's at a company called the Foreclosure Information and Listing Service. And um, because these orders are issued about two weeks before the auction every month, her theory is that um, Lena Hidalgo is really monitoring the numbers every month and making the decision on a month-by-month basis. That's her theory. Um, so in June, remember, everything was reopening and okay. and these decisions are being made like two weeks in advance of the auction, which is right at the beginning of the month. 
So um, June's auction took place. It was very different than a normal auction. It was all outdoors. Oh, wow. Um, you remember those crowds? Instead, yeah. they had like, well, usually you come in and people take like $5 for parking. Instead, those people had like thermometers and they were taking the temperature <laughs> of everyone coming in. Okay. And then usually there's signs posted outside. There's this big sort of pavilion. Outside, there were these chairs that were spaced in like six feet apart in this grid. So all these sort of white folding chairs, strangely distant from all of their neighbors. That's where the people who were bidding were sitting. So it was a very unusual setup for June's auction. And since then, Hidalgo has her rating system for the risk level of COVID. And it's been at red. So the the auctions have been canceled. And if they hadn't been, a bunch of people would be losing their homes, not the people whose mortgages are owned by the government-sponsored enterprises, but um, all, all the rest. And that includes commercial properties too, right? Yeah, which is a big deal because commercial properties have been hit very hard. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, when we say commercial properties, we're talking offices, shopping centers, restaurants, malls. All of these places where there's not as much need, uh, like there's not as much need for office space right now. People aren't going to hotels or to restaurants like they were before. Brick and mortars have seen their foot traffic fall. So these places are really struggling. Uh, the tenants are struggling with paying their rent, which is putting pressure on the landlords. Right now, landlords who aren't paying can't be foreclosed on in Harris County. Because the auctions are closed. Because the auctions are closed. Right. And so do you think Judge Hidalgo is doing this for more than just safety reasons? So that would be hard to say without asking her, but I would say in other cities and states, they have paused foreclosures, but actually nowhere else in Texas, according to Amanda of the Foreclosure Information and Listing Service, she says she's not aware of anywhere else in Texas that has done this with the exception of Bear County, which is where San Antonio is located, um, which has missed a few auctions. But it really stands out for Texas. Mm-hmm. But other states have been more systematically doing this. So um, Okay. Wow. And, and, and those places have been doing it for more than social safety reasons. Okay. Do we know what is going to happen next month? The October auction has been canceled, and we won't probably find out about the November auction for until maybe two weeks ahead of time. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So a lot of this is about trying to buy people time to get into a good financial situation. And I would say that's the same thing these orders are doing is it's buying people time. Well, I know that the whole buying time idea is, is really key right now for hotel operators in general, Mm -hmm. hotel Mm -hmm. owners, because they are desperately trying to get money from the government to help them get through and pay their people and pay their mortgages and things like that, because they've just been decimated. As as we know, no one's really staying at hotels right now. And mm-hmm. Houston, Houston hotels, I mean, we're such a, a business town. We're not a tourist town. So they are really suffering. And I'm sure this is, this is a good thing for them. But then again, it could just be delaying the inevitable. That brings up another set of issues. But 
Yeah. So that's an that that was an issue that was brought up when I was reporting this story was that it does give people time to make things right, but a lot of these people might not be able to. Yeah. So what happens then? When we're talking about the government sort of pause on foreclosures on government backed loans. So that's a that's an issue nationwide, right? And a lot of experts are saying when that comes to an end, which unless it's extended, will be the end of this year, end of 2020. So in 2021, they'll be able to move forward with foreclosures again. And there's there's going to be a spike in foreclosures. Like right now, it's artificially reduced, and those will have to resume. And then in Harris County, on top of that, the backlog of people who would have gone to foreclosure auctions since March who haven't been able to... Mm-hmm all those people will come onto the market too. So there's wow. going to be a bump. For Harris County, we don't know when it will resume, but for most of the country, there'll be a bump in 2021. And the question is, what does that mean? So I called a real estate economist, Jim Gaines, at, at Texas A&M, and I asked him what this means. And, you know, the thing that comes to a lot of people's minds is the Great Recession, Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that people were afraid of right away with this recession. Um, yeah. I think that's why, I mean, I, I'm not tapping into anyone's brains, but I, I, I think that's why Congress actually put all these protections into place for homes because they, they didn't want to see the same thing happen again. So a lot of people thought home values were going to fall when everyone lost their jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And home values did not fall. In fact, they're rising. And the reason is because there aren't a lot of foreclosures on the market and there's a housing shortage. So when the foreclosures do come onto the market, what will happen? Well, there are two things that are different than the Great Recession. One is there still is a housing shortage. So there's not a ton of inventory. Jim Gaines was saying, you know, if there is a impact on prices, he thinks it's going to be temporary. And then the other thing that sort of remains to be seen is what is the magnitude of this wave of foreclosures. So when we're talking about magnitude, we're not only talking about the spike in foreclosures, we're talking about how long that spike lasts. During the Great Recession, it lasted for years. Um, There were elevated foreclosures for years. Right now, people are hoping it won't be that long. The Foreclosure Information and Listing Service estimates right now that the number of foreclosures per month will be about three times the normal amount for a period of months. And then on top of that, we'll have the Harris County backlog. Mm. So instead of, you know, 800 to 1,000 foreclosures a month, which is normal in Harris County, they're projecting it'll be 2,000 to 3,000 foreclosures a month. And so in the Great Recession, there were a lot more, right? Yes. So during the Great Recession, every month, or I don't know every month, but the average month was over 3,000 foreclosures in Harris County, which was not even as, as impacted as other places around the country. Yeah. I think it peaked around, um, it peaked over 4,000 a month. There was uh, at least one month that had more than 4,000 foreclosures. So if we're, we're around 2,000 to 3,000, we'll be in better shape than we were then. So I think the lesson of 2020 is... The future is impossible to predict. But given um, the state of housing going into this, the feeling is that it won't impact home values to the same degree. And that mm-hmm. that's a great, that's if that's true, that's great news for homeowners because if you are behind on your payments, 
then you could sell your house instead of going to foreclosure. And you could probably still, because home prices have been rising so quickly, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that you'll be able to walk away with with the cash that's locked up in your home as yeah. opposed to what happened last time when a lot of people were underwater. Yeah. And, and the other interesting thing is during the Great Recession, a lot of a lot of investors bought up these homes, right? And there's been a move away from home ownership. There's a lot more homes that are being single family homes that are being rented out than there were before. Right now, there are all of these real estate investment funds that have been gathering money, just waiting for these homes to hit the market. So they're ready for 2021. Mm-hmm. And the question is, you know, like, will this reshape the housing market? Well, we should definitely follow this up by going to that foreclosure auction when it opens up again, whether yeah. it's November, December, or January, because that that's going to be really interesting to see the, the amount of volume that goes through that day. And mm-hmm. it's just going to be a madhouse, I, I, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, Nancy. Yeah, this was really, this was helpful to hear what's going on with foreclosures. All right. Well, listeners, thank you too. Looped In is hosted by me, Nancy Sarnoff, and you, Rebecca Schutz. <laughs> As always, if you have an idea for a show or just want to say hi, you can reach out to us. We are on Facebook or Twitter. I am at M. Sarnoff, and Rebecca is at R.A. Schutz. Please subscribe to Looped In if you don't already and tell a friend. You can find us anywhere you can find podcasts or you can go to houstonchronicle.com slash podcasts. Thanks to Scott Kingsley and Afshar Karat. Also, thanks to all the kimonos for our theme music. Until next time, thanks for listening.